Neil, how pleased are you that this game has come around so quickly after Saturday's, Saturday's defeat? Uh, and no, what kind I, of... I, could, I could do with an easier one, if I'm honest. Uh, <laughs> but I'll be saying that every press conference between now and the end of the season. Uh, they're all difficult games. It's, uh, I think when you've had a bad game, you want to get up and off. You know, I, I was in yesterday for hours and... Uh, you know, looking at the the, the the you know the disappointment of Saturday again, but really it was self-inflicted. I thought we did quite well, and I'm not into stats, but apparently you know we did quite well in that first until we scored the goal. And uh, I think it's probably been um, um, uh, a consequence, really, of, of of what's happened this season. The fact that you know when the goals go in, uh, I think the, I don't think it was so much the first one. The first one was so disappointing because we we like I say I thought we would with a better team um, and to give them a goal as simple as that was, you know and I mean nobody tries to make a mistake but um, we really gave them the incentive then and then uh, the second goal really was the one that disappointed me more than ever because you know the it, it was like a pin it in a balloon and the second goal went in um, and you know you can't have that but there were so many elementary errors in that second goal I mean it's uh, it's trying to do whatever you can up I think it's it, it's um, it's something that I've just you know from me I'm I'm sort of the leader and I've just got to keep them going. Um, you know, everybody can throw the towel in, but I'm not going to let them do that. I'm determined uh, while I'm here that everybody's going to give every and they're going to try and learn from the mistakes. You know, we made mistakes at Burnley and I changed certain players because you know they didn't do what I wanted. Um, and then we make certain mistakes in this game as well. So it, it is. I didn't think the injury helped us either early on. I thought he was doing quite well, Headley. I thought we looked quite balanced. Um, but, you know, you've got to get on with it. Everybody has problems. You described those mistakes as elementary. How do you go about addressing them? How do you. Well, you can't hear it. I'm afraid you can't do that. You know, I can't tell a centre off to miss kick it back to his goalie or a young lad not to stop with his manner to throw in. It's a simple throw in where they score from. I can't tell the goalie to come out another yard and it's impossible to score from that angle. Um, you know, I mean, we, we are, you know, we, we're doing what we can, really. Um, I think it's just that um, the, the squad is what it is. I think it's a little bit imbalanced from the outside. Um, but I don't want to get critical. It's not a time to be critical now. It's a time to roll up your sleeves and get on with it now. We have got what we've got. We're seven points adrift. We've got a horrendous fixture list. So it can't get any worse, but there's a lot worse things in life, and we've got to just get on with it and try and try and give them something to shout about before the end of the season. You know, we can upset one or two of the top teams in the next few weeks, and that's what we've got to do. You've conceded eight goals in two games. Are you concerned players' heads are dropping too easily in matches? I think that's been a sort of a case all season, really. I mean, I watched um, the video game at Stoke, and I mean, even Blackpool, you know, at two 0 up. You know, and the goal goes in and against ten men, and it's it, it's something. There's certain elements of the mentality that you can't put into players. You 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 get players in that have got that mentality, and um, and we're a sh- we are short a little bit of 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 um, of that type of player. But you know, we have we have got what we've got. They're they're genuine. You know, even on Saturday, it wasn't a lack of effort. It might have looked it later on at one or two lads, but it wasn't. It was just that mentally, you know, one or two of them's not the strongest, really. So, you know, they've got to try and uh, and, and toughen up a little bit and, and we've got to get on with it. 
on the broader sense of mentality, you might have seen yesterday the Liverpool-Man United match and a lot of the commentators were saying Man United players' heads have gone. From a manager's point of view, how do you control that kind of mentality and that psychology from the touchline and post-match when you're, when you're you know, going through a difficult period? Um, I wish I was going through a difficult period as Manchester United are, if I'm honest. And, uh, um, you know, they just won a cup and, and they're having a fantastic record. But it, it just shows you, it doesn't matter what level it is, um, it, mentality is very fragile in players. And uh, that's what I found over the years. Some of the, you know, what you, what probably fans or journalists think are the strongest players are sometimes the weakest in the bunch. It, it's, a, it's a, you know, it never amazes, never ceases to amaze me uh, about the mentality of players. Um, I've just got to try and get the best out of what I've got. If it's not good enough, it's not good enough. But I've got to, I'm going to make sure that our fans know that every game between now and the end of the season, we're going to give our everything. And, you know, uh, and that's that's all I've come in to do, really, to try and make sure that nobody um, leaves anything in the dressing room when they go out on that pitch. Finally, for me, after Saturday's game, you said you've got the players have to show that they care to the fans. How how can the players, how can the fans galvanise the players and how can the players reward? I, I mean, I don't think, I don't think they have to show that they care. I think, I think it's just uh, one or two inexperienced lads and mentality is very fragile and uh, you know a goal that we concede like we did is you know but they came back against Birmingham and I thought we you know we did well in that particular game are you with me so it, it's just you, you we've just got to we've just got to get on with what we've got and uh, you know I, I think that, that that there's so much that you can do but you know when you when you, when you are well, you've got a squad and that that's it you can't change that squad You've just got to try and do the best you can with with what you've got. And the the players aren't. There's nobody. I'll tell you now. There's nobody at all. Not trying. It, it's just not in the nature. It's all upstairs in the mind, really. Um, when you're winning, you're a yard quicker. When you're losing, you're a yard slower. It's it's just that that's how football is, really. That's how life is, really. You have to overcome these obstacles. You have to overcome adversity. Whatever you whatever job you're in or life, you know, we've had to get through a COVID thing that we've never seen in in history you know it's uh it's all about challenges and what i'm doing to my lads is challenging the lads that are here now to to stand up and be counted that's all and if we get b we get b but let's have a go you know and let's let's try and get the fans the fans have been they've been fantastic even saturday uh listen i would have gone home at three nil if i'm honest but uh well i'd have probably gone for a takeaway at three nil um but other than that i think the fans have been fabulous they've been They've not been dissenting. They've been almost at 3-0. The fans were feeling sorry for us, really, and for themselves. And and we that's why we've got to, you know, life's too short. You've got to get on with it. Look at my age. You know, you don't know what's going to be there tomorrow. So I'm making sure that they, they give everything and we'll, we'll try and give teams a game. Great stuff. Cheers, Neil. Good luck tomorrow. Thank you. All right, we'll come to Jamie Rayner from Radio League. Bottom left corner. Hi, Jamie. Hi, Neil. You are right. Yes, mate. Um, just on the, the point of the fans, um. How important is it that they're with you every step of the way, right the way through until the end of the season? How important will they be? I think, it, I mean, I think when I when I first came, I mean, the you know, the response in the Birmingham game, I don't think we'd have got a result in that game if they hadn't have been with us. Um, because they never let us drop even when we conceded the goal, you know. Um, and I don't, I don't think they will. I think they understand 
let's be fair, I think they understand the difficulty of the task that lies ahead. And whoever came in, I, I think would have a hell of a job on their hands. But I think I think it's only a I think it's only right that that I can come into the end of the season to give the club a little bit of a um, an, an adjustment, a, a little breathing space, rather than panicking and and getting anybody else on board. You know, I, slow down a little bit, have a look at the situation because you know the squad, whatever division Huddersfield are in, the squad has got to you know be changed um, in certain areas, and uh, so it's one of those things. Um, just you know, like I said on Saturday after the game, just got to, We've got to keep going. I, I won't let them slack off, um, and the fans won't. I, I thought the fans were very good Saturday. You know, like I say, stats were very good for us until we conceded the goal, um, and we've got to try and keep that keep that momentum because I I thought we played some good stuff. Me in in that first half. Hmm. What can it do that that perspective to to not panic in? what could be a, a pressurised situation that the club find itself in right now? Um, well, I'd, I mean, I think, really, everyone looking at the league table thinks we're down now, really. So it, I don't think there's anything, you know, it's, it's no good kidding ourselves in that respect. What we've got to do is not feel sorry for ourselves. And I've got to look in that dressing room and if I feel anybody is feeling sorry for themselves, leave them out, bring somebody else in, let's try somebody else. Got one or two lads I've not tried yet, so... Let's have a look at them. You know, it's 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 something's always something happening. You're playing for the Terriers, you're playing for the club. It's a fabulous club. They're really lucky, some of these lads. You know, the contracts that they've gotten, the length of contracts as well. You know, they've got to care. They've got to care like the fans who pay the money, work hard and pay the money and come in and watch every game. So, you know, it, it's it's gotta be a payback. They've got to the minimum requirement is hundred percent effort. Um, on that point of mentality and, and trying to instill it into the players, do you have to lean on the more experienced heads in the squad, whether available or not, to try and get that message across? You do. The problem at this at the moment, and it has happened all season, the confidence is so low that you've got, you've got to be a little bit careful on that. Yes, you talk to your senior players more, but sometimes the senior players need more lifting than the junior, than the lads, the young lads that have got nothing to lose. Are you with me? So you have to deal with the, the different age groups different. Um, sometimes, like I said, the older ones want to have an arm around the shoulder and the young ones just need telling what, you know, give an opportunity because we need their energy. We're going to need some of the young lads to step up now and, and we need their energy in, in these games. So it's a it's a fascinating challenge, you know. Um, I know it's probably one that I didn't need, but it's one that I'm, I am, you know, it's galvanised everybody. I want to try and get everybody singing from the same hymn sheets and the mm. club's always been good to me and I feel it's only right to repay them although I bet the fans was one or two fans might have been thinking I wish you'd go back to Cornwall after Saturday's result <laughs> <laughs> you, you mentioned the, the, the younger players and maybe giving them a run out is, is that something that's in the back of your mind just to freshen things up and, and try something a bit different if needs I think you have I think you've got to do in a situation where it's like this you might as well look at one or two lads now um, and give them an opportunity to show what they can do, really. Because, you know, without with no disrespect to the squad, the players that have been here have put themselves in a situation like this. So, you, you know, this is a time, whilst we've still got to go for results, you know, I think mm. if the opportunity comes to play one or two lads, then, yeah, we've got to give them an opportunity. What do you make of tomorrow night's opponents, then Bristol City? Well, they're undefeated till till the weekend. Um, 
I mean, Nigel's, I'm not saying being fortunate, but they've got a, you're talking about young players. They've had a group of young players come through exciting. You know, the lad Scott, everybody's raving about. Yeah. I had a similar situation at Sheffield United where our Jaggy Elka, Montgomery, Tongi, who's here now at Huddersfield, we had it all come at once. And um, you're blessed like that, really, that they all step up to the, the, the championship. But that's what's happened down there. And uh, and they've got, you know, they've got good players. And I'm sure, um, you know, Naki Wells, who, who was at Huddersfield, you know, he, he's been a good player throughout his career. So uh, Nigel's got a, a good mix, really. And I think they'll be disappointed if I'm honest, that they're not higher up and pushing for the playoffs because they, you know, they have it's a big club down there. I have one, I've had some right Barneys with them. It's been great battles. <laughs> Bristol, uh, I'm sure you've heard about when I pass away what I want them to do. <laughs> I'm sure, I'm sure if they're winning 4 0 on Tuesday night, I'm sure I'll get a few rounds. I'm sure in, <laughs> later on in the game. Just, just final question from me. I'm, I'm sure you've crossed paths with Nigel quite a few times in your managerial career. What, what can you expect from a side that's under his leadership? Well, they, they, they're, a, they're a good side. You know, I think, I think some the front, the front four. You've got to score goals. I think the front four are as good as anything, really. Whoever he plays, um, he's got a, a choice of strikers. He's got a choice of wide men, number tens. But they're all quick and very, very good. So you know our, our lot, you know the, our defence have got going to have to be on the toes and play better than they have been playing the last couple of games. Best of luck, Neil. Thank you. Thank you. Thanks, Jeremy. We'll come to Stephen from the Examiner. Um, well, um, I think the scan. I think he's gone for the the scan this morning. Really, we don't know yet whether it's into um, into the tendons. If it's not in the tendons, uh, we probably a couple of weeks. Okay, is it hamstring? Yeah. Um, you mentioned the the Bristol City fans, the sort of the ding dongs you've had with them. Is that from your time at, at Cardiff? Presumably? Everywhere, really. <laughs> when I was at Palace, I think they beat us in the semi-finals and uh, of the playoffs. I don't know how we missed a penalty in about the 80th minute. Ben Watson, I can see him now missing it, which would have put us through, and then we ended up losing in extra time. And but I've, yeah, it's just a place I've always liked Bristol. I think Bristol's a lovely city, and uh, my daughter went to university there, so I used to go up there in disguise to see her <laughs> at the weekends. But it's just a good, it's just good banter. I think you've got to have banter with fans, really. Um, you mentioned as well that the pressure that's on the players, but you're also saying you can't kid yourselves about the league table. Are you trying to sort of keep the table out of the players' minds, or you can't really? I, I wish you could. But it's not so. I mean, you know, the managers that say we've never looked below us or above us, you know, they're talking a load of bull, really. Everybody knows exactly where they are in the league table every time of the, you know, the season. Um, you know, it, it's it's a matter now. They're playing for pride. They're playing for pride now. I mean, you know, we have to get four or five wins, and uh, you know, you look at the at the at the uh, at the fixtures coming up, and it, they're difficult fixtures. But I don't want us just to lay down. I want us to. You know, I've got to try and organise them as best I can so that, that we've got a chance of defending and scoring goals. And uh, it's a great challenge for me. and Probably the most difficult challenge I've ever had. Um, but it's a challenge that, you know, I'm going to relish until until May. Um, there was a bit of a sense of resignation on Saturday, I think, um, from, from a lot of the fans. 
do you want them to sort of come back out on Tuesday and, and rally and sort of put that to one side? I think they will. I think they've got they've got pride in their own club, and that's why I'm asking the players to have pride in the club. Um, it's just disappointment from a fan's point of view. I think, you know, they've expected so much, haven't they, since the Premier League? And, and you, you're bound to get disappointments like this uh, when you're looking at the league table and, and, and then, you know, you lose 4-0 at home. But like as I've said, life's too short now. We, you know, they're gonna. I'm asking them to come back and you know for the last. I don't know how many games we've got left at home, but get behind us and and give us a, a you know that base to try and encourage the player because you know they're so fragile at the moment. You know, you saw Mark's comments. You know, I, I think he. You know, I thought we were the, like I said the better team, but we were we were low on confidence. He said, and and, and he's right. Really, you can't. You can give them so much. Um, but the you know the fans are vital really to help us out in the last few weeks of the season. And if nothing else, as you say, it's pride, isn't it? Even if you can't get there, even if it does sort of keep going against you, every game needs to be taken Absolutely. as a chance. Absolutely, well, I've got to give hundred percent, and and I think the fans know because I'm here that will that will happen. I don't think there'll be any lack of application. You know, I think they know that I demand everybody gives a hundred percent. Um, as I've said, I'm disappointed that when you look at the goals, um, teams have not had to work for the goals. I, I would say six out of the eight goals could have been prevented just by simplicity, really. And uh, that's <laughs> that's what really, I suppose, bugs you as a manager when you, when you look at that sort of uh, stat. And just elementary coaching, really. Um, but you know, it's we've had two weeks and we've not been able to install that. The, the silly goals have come, you know, kept coming. So we've still got to have a go because I still want to win as many games as we can between now and then, end of season. And as you say, some of those errors, it's not just young players as you might expect. It's some of the the older heads in the side are, are making those mistakes. Where where does it come from as a manager when you? Is it just confidence? Is it hangover from last season? Is it the run of results? Is it a combination of everything? It's just making making the wrong decisions, really. Um, you, you you just don't know what's going through the minds, if I'm honest. Um, you know, for you know, for one one of the, I think the third goal, you know, you have got an experienced player like Matty, and like Matty who could have played a ball down the channel where Ungbo set off to run. And he said he plays it into a midfield player that's not expecting it, and and bang, 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 and it's a goal. You know, I mean that it's um, it, team. We've got to make teams work harder if they're going to score against us. Um, you know, uh, but it, things like that happen. You know, as you saw yesterday, um, the, even the best teams have have you know disappointments like that where you can't legislate for the mistakes that reliable players usually make. That's all from me. Thanks. Best look to her. Hi, Neil. After a game like Saturday, um, do you have to sort of concentrate on how good they were at nil-nil when confidence is, is as it is or or be harsh on, you know, more, more emphasis no, on the you can't, Stuart, you can't be harsh now. Yeah. The, the group of players that I've got, um, yes, if I think there's a rollicking needed, at half time or something like that, and then I can do that. But in general, you know, it's not a time for that. It's a time for trying to get the best out of what you can, trying to make them not as you know not as fragile as they are, and uh, 
and we've got some good players. You know, we've got some good players, so we're going to try and bring the best out of them and, you know, try and give teams games, really, to come up with a solution to try and give the best team. You know, we're, we're very limited in certain areas to the type of player we've got, you know. Um, and when you lose or you leave one or two lads out, uh, you know, you you've not really got a replacement any better, so it, it, it's 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 a it's a catch twenty two for for me at the moment. It's trying to uh, get those pegs in them round holes, you know, and it, it, it's difficult. So I know it's not black and white, but is it is it more about sort of putting an arm around these lads and, and reminding them that they are actually better than they're performing at the moment? Yeah, and it and it's asking them to not. Well, it's all right. People saying uh, you know don't. Don't drop your heads or don't throw your towels in. But that, like I said to you, mentality, it's a strange, strange thing that. But I've got to keep reminding them that they're playing for the crowd that pay the money to come here, that work hard and have got problems at home themselves. So, you know, stop feeling sorry for yourselves here. You're lucky to be a footballer in modern day and to get paid for a wonderful job at a wonderful club. So get off your backsides and, and get stuck in. You know, that's what I've got to say to them. Do you, do you think your sort of outlook has changed over the years in terms of the way you re, you respond to defeats like this? Do you think maybe twenty years ago you'd have been more angry as as time allowed you to sort of? Yeah, I know. What you, yeah, I know what you mean. Not really. I mean, I don't think I've changed at all. If I'm honest, I think I think I might have. Well, I calmed down a little on the bench, but even even then, I'm a little still a little bit, uh, you know. Um, but no, I think it's even, I think even younger. Management's not just about money, about playing and managing. You know, you've got to be a psychologist and everything as a manager, you know, psychiatrist, you, you know. And it, I think that's where people forget. You get qualifications for management, but unless you're in it, the degree that you're taught in the university is nothing, to, not, nothing like reality. And so... You know, there's times where you can roll up the best of players, um, but other times, you know, even the best of players need an arm around them. So it, it's just how I deal with it, really. I've been a psychologist for 50-odd years now, nearly. And, and, you know, when people tell me, you know, we're getting a psychologist in or something like that, I think, well, he's already here. I'm, that's why I'm here, you know. Um, but that's what they do. They, they get positions for everybody now, don't they? They're modern day. But I've done all that. I save a lot, lot of money for clubs, me. Because <laughs> I do five positions. Well, I was going to say some of the clubs you work for, you'd have had to, wouldn't you? Yeah. Um, and you've talked a lot today about pride. Obviously, you've managed so many games, your legacy's not going to change by what happens in the next few weeks. But how much is it about pride for you every time your team? Absolutely, yeah. I mean, you know, it... it it, it looked in a precarious way before I came, if I'm honest, and, and it would have been simple to stay at home, if I'm on, you know, when you look at the fixtures and, and the squad, you know, because the squad from the outside, when I looked at the games, it, it was obvious to me that, you know, there, there was a big problem in, in the squad. Um, but that should never put you off, especially, I think, I think it's better at my age, really, when you've seen it all and done it all. You can come in and you've, you've got a bit more of an open mind and you know they need help, really. They don't need shooting and, you know, rollicking. So, by all means, they've had a few rollickings, but they're at the right time since I've been here. Um, but now, it's a matter of trying to get the best out of them while I'm here and, and making sure that the fans are not let down. And 
that's what I, you know, it's pride really. That's all it is. And it's pride for me coming back, you know, and I, I'm my, my reputation, it won't get tainted by a relegation because I think everybody knows, you know, the situation we're in. But, it, you know, we've got to ruffle a few feathers. We've got to get a few scalps before between now and the end of the you know when i look at the fixtures coming up they say they're horrendous fixtures but we can decide who goes up and who gets relegated and every, you know we've got a lot of decisions that we can help and and that's what i want to do i've always been a thorn in the sides and that's what i want to be and uh, sort of the way the way you're operating now at this stage of the, your career i.e coming in late season for for short bursts does that does that maybe need slightly different skills because you you don't have a transfer window to work with? Well, I think yeah, I think I mean I, I think perfect. You're better off coming for the transfer window if you can. Um, but no, I mean it. It's just I've been asked a couple of times to help people out. Simple as that. People that I like, you know, uh, rather than with Tony Stewart, who I always got on well with, uh, Cardiff Mehmet, uh, the chairman, and and now here with Dina. So it's it's just one of those things that. I mean, when you look around, not not being disrespectful, but I don't think you could get anybody better than me coming in here if you were choosing somebody for the next five years. I I, I once went for an interview at Derby. I, I want, uh, was it Derby? Yeah, that's right. And I had a great interview, and I th- I said, look, I'll get you up promotion next year, and um, and then I'll help you find a manager. And uh, and the chairman is you know he's good, and then he rang me up. A week later, I said, look, Neil, I'm sorry. I thought you were the best one for the job, but we're going in a different direction. We want a longer-term policy. So I said, well, you, you own the club. You, you're quite right. And uh, so I said, I wish you all the best. And the manager that they appointed, he, he lasted three months and got the sack. So there's, there's morals in stories, isn't there, really? Um, so you, you've just got to, you know... Um, I'm, I, 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 I am enjoying it. It's a horrible feeling. It's a horrible feeling to be in this. Make no mistake, I might be smiling here. But, I, you know, I'm gutted for the club. Um, you know, I think, wow, I wish I'd have come a couple of months. You know, when something like Sober Thomas leaves, uh, I'm, I'm distraught. I tried to sign him the same day that Othersfield did. So I know whatever disagreements that he had, I'm sure I could have sorted that. Are you with me? Um, so things like that disappoint me. And... Uh, and and I think, uh, you know, I could have advised probably on a certain different, you know, sort of uh, numbers in the squad in positions because it, it is a little bit out of out of sync, really. But it is what it is now. So I've just got to be like a fan, really. I've got to pay my money through the turnstiles, come in, get me a blue and white scarf around my neck and do the best I can and get them going. And uh, And that's what I've got to do. I've got to conjure up some magic, really. And I, th- I think from memory, I think when you started at Cardiff, I think you brought in three free agents pretty quickly. Is this season too far gone for, for that? Yeah, I, I mean, I've had a couple of free agents uh, who I've spoken to, um, but not in the positions I think we need. And it's pointless bringing somebody in for the sake of it. Um, so, you know, free agents at this time of the year, uh, uh, you know, there's all reasons why the free agents at this time of the year, do you know what I mean, in general. Whereas at Cardiff, I knew Sol Bamba, I knew Junior Hoyler, are you with me? Yeah. I knew those lads. Yeah. So I, I knew I knew the, the lads and, the, you know, they were really waiting for me to get a club, you know. Um, but I haven't got anybody like that on Pipeline. I, am, I have looked, I am, and I am looking now. If somebody came in, if I thought they could do a job for three months, two, two months or what have you, 
I, w- I would try and bring, we know, because we are so short in, in a certain area, I think. Smashy, thank you very much. Good luck. Thanks. We've got James Murphy from the Daily Mirror in the bottom right. James. Hi, James. Hi, Neil. Nice to see you. Thank you. Um, just a couple of questions, if I may. Um, I was smiling at some of your um, quotes about your relationship with the Bristol City fans earlier. Um, with tongue-in-cheek, but also in a little bit of seriousness, could that help the atmosphere, fire up the atmosphere tomorrow night, Neil? And, and you know, you know, you're almost going to need a bit of a cup tie atmosphere, perhaps, aren't you? You need you need some sort of bounce. Uh, yeah. I, I think you feel that. I don't think I've ever been. I mean, they came up to Middlesbrough when I was fighting for my life up there. They beat us three 0 up there, and and they had a really good half an hour uh, singing about me. Are you with me? And you just got to bite your tongue and take it. I'm afraid, um, but I, I, you know, I haven't been at pains to say to the rest of the country. I don't want them to boo me when I've passed away. I just want Bristol City fans to boo me for the minute. I don't want, you know, I want everybody else to be quiet and think of the good times that I've had with the clubs that I've been at. Uh, but Bristol City fans, it would be wrong of them to be quiet and think about me nicely. We know we know what to expect now tomorrow night, don't we? And I know you've had you've had a smart you've listed a, a catalogue of challenges here and said it was the you know the most difficult challenge ever potentially for you. But you know you, you're you're still smiling, aren't you? And and cracking jokes. And uh, I guess you have to put on a bit of a, a you know it doesn't sound like you have got any regrets about what you've been doing. No, not not at all. I mean, you know, as I've said to you, life is so short, isn't it? You know, usually when I'm asked to go out nowadays, it's it, to a funeral. You know, everybody I know is popping the clogs and, and what have you. So you've got to live every day. And and these lads are so lucky to work at a club like this with, you know, uh, uh, with fan base like they've got. And they've got to relish on that. And, and I've got to try and try and lift the morale and, and pick a team that mentally as, as strong as I can get out there to, to, to overcome any problems that develop in the games. You know, like going a goal down. Um uh, and it's not easy. It's a good, it's a right challenge for me as well. Even even the experience I've had, you know, um, probably never been in a a worse situation than this. And I've had a lot of bad situations, um, but you know, players have got to play for the pride. They're so lucky to be here. So let's you know, let's have a go. And if if tomorrow night is a bit tasty because of me and Bristol City fan, that's great, isn't it? Let the fans have a go, and and let our fans support them. So it's. Um, I think football is like that. You miss characters now. Everybody's bland, and all the managers are. If you can understand them, they're all they're all they're all writing notepads, aren't they? What are they writing on the bloody notepads? What do you think Ten Hag were writing on his notepad yesterday? Help. <laughs> eh? Yeah, yeah. I don't know. Blow the whistle, I guess. Yeah, <laughs> blow the whistle. Not bad, that. Yeah. Nice to see you, Neil. Thank you for your time. Good luck Thanks. the rest of the season. Thank you very Thank you much. Very well.